1: As I said last week, uh, UCF uh, gets a little bit of an introduction into Power Five football uh, with Duke. And Duke, as we know, watched uh, Duke play down here against Miami and watched them play throughout the year. Tremendous football team. But UCF is all about the future. And uh, when National Signing Day came up, uh, they really had a tremendous outing. We talked about this throughout the entire fall. Uh, with Jason Beatty, and uh, we'll talk to him now about as it. Jason Beatty from the Orlando Sentinel, who covers UCF and uh, covers all their sports, is kind enough to join us. Uh, Jason, thanks so much for taking the time. Happy New Year to you and your family.
2: Well, Happy New Year to you too. It's uh, always a great, great time talking with you, and I'm happy to join the show tonight.
1: Well, there's a lot to talk about. Okay, we kind of shift past <laughs> last week's game, uh, and then kind of look at the what. The uh, recruiting class plus some of the transfers in the portal and as you look down uh, this is a really good class. I mean you have I mean for once you have a kid who'll be playing in the uh, Under Armour game tomorrow and John Walker uh, which is awesome. Um, you have a lot of talent. We talked about Cave and Call. I had an opportunity to watch him in the state championship game out of a Popka, uh, who brings a lot to the table. Um, a kid who I think is way uh, below the radar screen and Jason Duclona from Estero High School. His brother plays at Naples High School. So you look at this class, plus who they have coming in from a transfer portal. Um, this looks pretty good, doesn't it?
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is definitely – one of those classes where you say, "Okay, UCF uh, is recruiting at a high level with that Power Five football tag." I mean, you have to remember these kids when they take the field as freshmen. Many of them will, I'm sure, John Walker will. They're going to be playing Power Five football. They're going to be part of the Big Twelve. I mean, that you could see compared to normal classes in the past when they were, you know, part of the American Athletic Conference. They always had. Solid classes, and when they came off of really successful seasons like twenty seventeen, they were able to get a couple of kids here and there. But you look at this class; you go, you know, eight or nine down, eight or names down, eight or nine names down the list, and and those would be the highest rated kids from previous classes. So obviously, John Walker, I think everyone uh, knows about him, and, and the fact that they were able to keep on to him, uh, keep him away from Florida, and, and even over the summer, Ohio State and Michigan. I mean, he was he's a top one hundred prospect in the country let alone one of the best defensive linemen uh i just think you look at the edge rushers they have you mentioned Kevin call we talked about john walker uh, for them to get isaiah nixon back on the class from lakewood uh was massive as well i mean it's it's they're really putting together uh a stout defensive line just from those three names alone you go down the list there's uh just a number of kids that it's a really really quality class for sure
1: no doubt uh uh, Jason Beattie joining us, Orlando Sentinel, and the names that will stick out. And, and people might not, you know, know now, but I mean, when you get two kids coming from Alabama, uh, and then uh, arguably a kid uh, the year before at Sanford Seminole and Timmy McClain, who was one of the top quarterbacks, the most productive quarterbacks in high school. Uh, I mean, you've done well. Amari Knight, uh, who's an offensive tackle, uh, played, went to Alabama, a kid who's like 6'6". Uh, three fifteen, and then Christian Leary, who South Florida fans know, especially St. Thomas Aquinas fans, he went for two hundred yards against St. Thomas Aquinas that year with two long touchdown runs for Orlando Edgewater. Talk about that, because I you talk about an infusion of talent.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think when you t- <laughs> it says a lot about Alabama football. Number one, right? You get Christian Leary and uh, Amari Kite, who's who's you know at, in the portal. Those two guys are really talented they could start probably anywhere they wanted uh, maybe besides Alabama I suppose I mean uh, th- those two guys are gonna be instant instant third at UCF probably um, I, right. I, I don't see why not I mean Christian Leary edgewater high school local Katie's coming back to orlando um, you know he played with RJ Harvey and uh, who's a running back at UCF now. He's from Edgewater as well. I mean, for him to come home not only signifies that, you know, look, you don't have to leave the state of Orlando. That continues to be what Gus Malzahn's pushing for. You don't have to leave to go play Power 5 football. Uh, for him to come back and, and, and want to play at UCF and having the opportunity to make an impact there, I think that impacts recruiting right right there alone. And then what he does on the football field. I mean, he's he's so fast. His track times in high school were out of this world. I think – um, you know, looking at his what he did at Alabama, obviously he didn't have that much of an impact as a wide receiver. But I think whenever you can make an impact in your early years in college on the special team says a lot. I mean, he was named – special teams player of the week multiple times and, and to do that at Alabama I think that says a lot about his character and his determination that he'll do anything to get on the football field and, and at UCF he's gonna have the chance to play wide receiver. Something he's I'm sure he's really looking forward to doing once again. I mean he put in the work at special teams at Alabama and um, you know, to have that have that amount of talent, you know, in the in the portal and, and get him to U C F and Amari as well 6'6", 315, offensive lineman, UCS losing a couple of those, you know, graduation in the NFL as well. Uh, for him to come in, is just that's, that's a really massive addition up front.
1: No doubt. Before we let you go, just two other guys who uh, obviously when I uh, recruited them for uh, a number of years, they were really, really talented. Uh, cornerback Brian George, who went to Texas A&M as part of that really, really good recruiting class. Here's a kid who's 6'2", almost 200 pounds. And the other kid who kind of uh, pegs the meter a little bit is Fred Davis II, who when he came out of high school, there was a guy that everybody wanted. He went to Clemson. Uh, not too shabby. And then you throw in somebody like a Chauncey Magwood who went to a receiver who went to Kentucky off the, you know, out of high school. I mean, talk about that because there's some instant prestige. Yeah, you like, like to talk about some of the high school kids, you know, like a Dylan Risk out of Cardinal Gibbons or a Kenyon Cox uh, from Alabama. But those incoming guys who already have that year or two under their belt at the college level, that kind of makes this class a lot, lot more appealing.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you said it, Fred Davis and Brian George. I mean, UCF lost Devontae Brown to the transfer portal. He's ended up in Miami now. Of course, listeners will know that. But for those two guys at cornerback to come in, I mean, I don't see why. Like I mentioned before, uh, should be immediate starters. I mean, if you can get starters from uh, the SEC and the ACC schools, you know, in Clemson and Texas A&M and uh, Kentucky, like you said, uh, you know good, the the job Gus Malzahn is doing is really impressive in the portal, and year after year, you know he did it last year with some of these guys, obviously John Rice, Plumlee, and Javon Baker, two SEC transfers as well. So uh, it says a lot about the reputation of UCF in college football right now that high-quality guys that, you know, these guys were playing at their previous schools. It's not like these were bench writers waiting for their opportunity. So um, th- these guys want to play UCF and, and help UCF have a special season their first year in the Big 12. So that has a lot to do with it yeah. as well because it's the same with recruiting. You, you're you going to play Power 5 football at
1: UCF. Yeah, yeah, and pretty good as we're seeing. One of those teams uh, is in the national championship game in TCU. So. That's a pretty darn good conference to come into, uh, Jason. Let everybody know how they can follow you because there's. I know it's going to be a really active January as they look to get a couple of more transfers, look to maybe uh, tear a few other kids away from uh, their commitments now.
2: Yeah, absolutely. The, the, off, the regular season might be over and the season might be over, but the off season's just starting up. So uh, you know, follow me on Twitter at therealbd on Twitter, orlandsentinel dot com. Uh, keep up with daily UCF coverage.
1: You know we'll have you on a lot because we always like to talk about what's going on around the state. Jason Beattie, thanks so much. Again, have a great new year, and we'll talk to you real soon. Absolutely. Thank you. Good stuff. UCF coverage right here on – the South Florida high school sports show for a Monday evening. Don't forget, if you miss any of the interviews that we have this evening, uh, Danny pops them right up at uh, WQAM.com. You go to the top of the page and um, it'll say podcast. And you'll see Joe Rose and myself. Uh, you'll see uh, everybody, Hockman and Crowder. Um, certainly the entire cast uh, throughout the day. Um and uh, we're right there with them at South Florida High School Sports. People tell me all the time how, you know, they couldn't make the, you know, and listen to the show at a certain time, but they did catch up. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, I don't want to forget Leroy and Tobin either because they, they do a tremendous job. And I heard my guy Alex Dono plenty. Uh, last week. Uh, Alex is one of the great guys and certainly as talented as anybody. University of Miami Sports Medicine Institute experts treat athletes of all levels, elite pros, active adults, and youth athletes. Recover your game. Visit uhealthsportsmedicine.com. That's uhealthsportsmedicine.com. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit of 7 on 7, which is getting underway. Jose Duaso joins us next.